0: I guess we got to start at the beginning of the uh, story and and kind of how Through Fire was born and kind of out of the ashes of of your old band.
1: Through Fire was just uh, you know it was it was one of those things where I had played with Grant, uh, my singer that I have now for quite a few years. She was basically filling in as the touring vocalist for my previous band, and it got to the point to where you know after we did this album, it was like. This isn't really the same band anymore. You know, this is something new. It needs a new name. So that's the short version of the long story of how Through Fire came to be.
0: And a killer debut album with Breathe. And um, I kind of wanted to get your take on it. If you have any kind of insight lyrically or, you know, maybe any fun production note about the tune or anything like that or something that happened while recording it or stronger. What can you tell me about that tune?
1: Uh, stronger, I actually wrote that quite a few years ago. It must have been, I uh, shoot, about five, six years ago. And it was just one of those songs that was written pretty fast, to be honest with you. Um, there was uh, some things going on with two different friends of mine at the time, and, and they didn't know each other. And one was going through uh, this bad breakup, and another friend friend of mine was going through a drug addiction. And just watching those two situations really kind of inspired me to write stronger because I felt like no matter what anyone is facing, you can get through it, you know, and the common denominator is don't give up. And that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what situation you're in that can be applied to really anything in life. And that's where stronger came from.
0: Love it, man. And and funny how the, uh, sometimes they come together that quick, like a, a an absolute hit, like Stronger, and you said it came together real quick. It's funny how it seems to happen like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes it happens like that. And, you know, I think a lot of people have heard before that the, the songs that come together fast are, are usually the, the songs that kind of stand out sometimes. Uh, I think it's, it's like, you know, when you... When you try too hard to do something or you overthink something, maybe it feels forced. You know? so yeah. When I write songs in general, uh, if it flows, it flows in me. And that doesn't mean I don't put in the work to try and make something better, but I often feel like I'm a messenger. Like when I'm supposed to write a song, it just comes to me because it's the right time if that makes any sense at all.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. Let me get let me get you on a couple other
1: ones, uh Where You Lie. Where You Lie is that, like, I'm done with you song. You know, similar to Stronger in the sense that don't give up and you can make it through anything, that song is almost the opposite in a way, basically saying, you know, I am done with you. You know, I'm done working on this. But it's also you know, telling a person, I'm not giving up on myself either. I'm not going to go through this with you. So it's a simple song when it it comes down to it in regards to the meaning. But again, something we go through in life all the time. You know, whether it's a relationship or a job or just being unhappy in general, it's like it's time to leave this situation right here where it lies, you know? Love it, man. And uh, how about take it all away? Take it all away is is kind of, I guess you could say, like a plead for help. Take away all the bad, take take away all this anxiety that I'm feeling and allow me to feel something positive, I guess, you know? And uh, for me, I, like I said, I like to write about people that surround me in my life and, and things that I experience in life. It doesn't necessarily have to be about me, exactly, but you know, take it all away. I think people really can resonate with that song because everyone has felt some sort of pain, and everyone wants to be happy, and that's really you know the bottom line of what that song is about. Looking
0: forward to the tour, playing the world-famous a Go-Go with the almighty Fozzie on March the 10th, and I imagine you're pumped for that.
1: Our label's out there in L.A. we got a lot of fans out in L.A. It's, it's always a good time. Uh, we played there, shoot, it must have been last year, um, maybe a year and a half ago or so, and it's, it's awesome. It's, it's a cool place. It's legendary.
0: Oh, yeah. Everyone's played there, and, and now you're self-included. And are you a big Fozzie fan or a Chris Jericho WWE fan?
1: No, I'll be honest with you. I mean, when I was a kid, I was just infatuated with wrestling. The the ultimate warrior was my dude. So, oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I was just—I was either going to be, at that time, a rock star or the world champion in wrestling, so— uh, <laughs> Nature didn't give me the, the ability to be a badass, so <laughs> <laughs> the older I got, you know, it was like I just totally dove into music. It's it's all about music for me, so I kind of disconnected with the wrestling side, but it's cool to kind of circle back and be able to, you know, go out and tour with someone who's in the wrestling world and real famous, and he's a popular dude, so pretty awesome. Yeah, you get to
0: hang with, with, you know, a former WWE champ. And that's funny you mentioned the Ultimate Warrior and, and such a sad passing. His passing what was it, a couple of years ago now, I think, since he passed away, tragically.
1: Yeah, something like that. Maybe two, three years. But, yeah, it's crazy, man. He was the the main guy when I was growing up. Oh, you know, yeah. And Hogan and that era. I remember it being a pretty cool, pretty cool thing back in those days, you know. It was an exciting time for wrestling.
0: And he was kind of like metal, like he had you know the entrance song and everything, and him shaking on the ropes, and like I felt like he kind of had that oh, that it. metal spirit. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk a little uh, hometown turf in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, curious, uh, you're born and raised there. How many times have you played the ranch bowl? Well,
1: it hasn't been around for what, probably <laughs> ten years now. Like I tell my kids, our stomping grounds, and um, it was the it was the place to be, you know. During the week, on the weekends, whatever, that's the place you wanted to play. And coming out of high school, uh, I got a gig there and just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, man, we're making it, you know, we're, we're playing the Ranch Bowl. And we got some local airplay and just started to kind of build here, you know, in the local scene. And uh, after a couple shows there at the Ranch Bowl, started selling out every show. And it was just, it was a cool time for the Omaha music scene.
0: And talk about the Omaha music scene. What What's it like? And give people an idea, especially from California, like what, what the Omaha music scene is all about.
1: I don't know. I'm never here anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or what it was like for you, at least it's growing great.
1: up. It, it was great. You know, there was always a, a great rock scene. Uh, a, a lot of good bands that, that came from the area. And uh, mainly great support, you know, from, from local radio and the fans. It was just a, A really cool place. And we were very fortunate to be a part of such a thriving scene when we basically decided, hey, you know, we're going to kind of move in a new direction a little bit and start through fire. We kind of just immediately started branching out and touring nationally. So we've only done not even a handful of shows in Omaha since.
0: Who were some of the bands that influenced you
1: growing up? Pantera. They were probably the top of the list. Pantera, when I was... Real Young, you know, Metallica. In high school, it was Korn, Deftones, stuff like that. All the way to stuff like Our Lady Peace and, you know, kind of both sides of the the rock to alternative spectrum. I always loved great songs. You know, I didn't have one particular band that I just followed. Uh, uh, Outside of those bands who were influential to me when I was a teenager, it was always just about songs. If I heard a song that, that was great to me, I loved it, you know?
0: Let me uh, let me ask you about one of my favorite topics to rail about on the radio, and something that I miss from from back in the day. And curious if you have one, but I, I miss that uh, movie soundtrack. I feel like when we were kids growing up, there were always cool movie soundtracks, and I always thought it was a perfect marriage of of music and being in movies. And I thought it was like peanut butter and jelly going together. Like the, the easy example to give is like terminator 2 and guns and roses and you could be mine and i thought that was such a a perfect marriage and curious if you have a, a favorite soundtrack they used to jam back in the day
1: no not that i can think about of the top of my head i think if i can remember uh maybe queen of the dams or the crow oh yeah that's been so long i couldn't even tell you what bands were on those i just remembered those ones kind of sticking out in my mind as being something that i was into back in the day but uh, times are changing, you know, I think the way people find music and, and listen to music is a little bit different from when I grew up. Yeah, soundtracks were cool. It was, it was like a compilation of a lot of your favorite stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, I miss those days. I wish I wish they would do that that marriage again, so to speak, but I guess the whole budget goes to special effects and everything else nowadays.
1: The special effects are pretty good these days in comparison, so maybe that's
0: where it's going. <laughs> yeah, just get a you know a guy on a keyboard and and rather than paying bands, and I, I'm sure it's all financially related. But let me ask you about a couple other things. You know, a couple of years ago there was the whole uh, the rage of like the Big Four, you know, Metallica, uh, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax, and me being a radio guy now that we're a couple of years beyond that and kind of looking towards like the next generation and the next kind of rock movement, I, I came up with the Flannel 5, which I, I consider to the be... Flannel
1: 5?
0: Yeah, which I, I would put in the, the category. I'd put Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilot, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. And curious, out of those five, who would be your number one?
1: Alice in Chains. I think uh, for me, they were the most unique. There was something, something different about them. They had that cool vibe to them. They were a little bit more dangerous, I feel like, you know, a little bit more mysterious. Don't get me wrong, all those bands are great, and, and they're all great in their own ways, but there was always something that stood out about Alice in Chains to me. I would say Nirvana would be next in line for me. But all those bands are huge and obviously influential for the time, and you know their music will live forever.
0: They're my favorite too, by the way. But if you had to pick a song or two, what comes to mind from Alice in Chains?
1: "Roosters" always been one of my favorite. In fact, we did a cover of that last year, and it's just—I don't know—I can't even tell you why. Uh, <laughs> it's just sometimes music hits you, and, and you're not sure why. It, it could be the obvious reasons, like you you asked me in the beginning of the conversation, well, what does this song mean? What does this song mean? You know, those are, to me, the obvious things. Uh, the lyrics can speak to you, but sometimes there's other things, too. Just the sound of it, just the sound in general, it's like that. that drew me in.
0: Yeah, I love it. Like There was always something kind of dark and evil about the guitars and the sound and everything. That's why they were my favorite. I mean, Cantrell's guitar playing and then Lane and his singing together, their harmony was just crushing. Yeah. Let me get you on one last one. As far as Flannel 5, I feel pretty good about that and just being a music nerd and nerding out and talking to different friends and stuff. I like kind of coming up with these categories. So if we have the go from the you know, uh, big four to the flannel five. Then, then I'll take it to the new metal six pack. So, out of th- out of this list of bands, it's Limp Biscuit, Corn, Rage Against the Machine, Lincoln Park, Slipknot, and Disturbed. Who would you pick off of that list? Corn,
1: corn for sure. If I can remember all the way back, I think they were first, weren't they? I think they were before Limp Biscuit and Disturbed and. I could be wrong, but just the timeline I have in my mind, I remember corn being the band that just totally changed my life to be honest with you. the first time I heard corn, nothing sounded like that. Nothing prior to that sounded like that with the the low guitars the the unique vocals, the different tones and stuff they had. It was just so different it was like an awakening. The other bands again just just like the flannel 5 you mentioned there's something unique and you know just awesome about each one of those bands but for me it was corn
0: yeah they really infused like that hip hop sensibility not only like lyrically but even with the music too they would have those breakdowns and like the 808 drums firing
1: off and stuff and and they were the most unique band and inspirational band that i had heard i probably wouldn't be where i am today without that first Korn album. And speaking of which, it's pretty cool because Jonathan Davis is actually on our label, Sumerian Records. Yeah. Now, so it's kind of, it's like, wow, you know, just someone who had such a big impact on my life and my music, you know, now we're label mates. It's, it's, it's crazy how life works out.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. And and the one song so far that we've heard has been really cool. I'm digging it. Can't wait to hear the rest of the, the uh, solo album from him. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate all the time today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate all the support.